Well, good morning, my friend. It's Thursday morning. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you along this morning. And I hope that you're looking forward to a good weekend. Of course, this is the weekend that everybody loses an hour of sleep. Time change Sunday, this Sunday. And um, I hope that you're already preparing for it. You say, how? Set your clock ahead. Start waking up ahead now till Sunday morning to make the change. And there's several reasons why I'm telling you because you can get, you don't have to be sluggish. Second, you know, you, you wait till Sunday, you're not going to get from the preaching what you ought to do. So um, whether you lose your hour of sleep tomorrow morning or Sunday morning, you're going to lose it. So start now so that you can have a good Sunday. Would you do that? And don't be so stubborn. You're going to lose that hour. So just start it now. Get it over with so you can catch up because the weekend's a good time to catch up. So if you do it now during the work, work week, let's say you do it on, on, on tomorrow morning, Friday morning, you lose that hour. It gives you a couple of days to kind of recover um, before Sunday morning. So I'm going to encourage you um, tomorrow morning, go ahead and wake up an hour earlier. Um, because you're going to be moving your clocks forward uh, um, on on Saturday night. And, of course, our phones will automatically do that. So let me encourage you. Tomorrow morning, change your clocks tomorrow morning so that way you just get your tired day done on Friday and Saturday and you're ready on Sunday. And I want to encourage you to do that, and that would be a good thing to do. Let me also encourage you to register for the Old Pass Conference just about a week away. It's going to be a great conference, and I would encourage you to come, be a part of it. I'm not too late. It's free to register, free to come. I want you to do that, and oldpassconference.com, you do that. And I'm looking forward to seeing many of you coming, and I'm um, looking forward to see Uncle Mike and Aunt Karen watching me right now. I look forward to seeing you all again here in just about a week, and looking forward to seeing people come in. You pray, you pray that God will do something mighty. Would you do that? Um, in the conference that he'll turn, he'll change our lives while we're here. Operation Revival. How we've got to have revival. And I encourage you, I encourage you, do your part. And let's pray that God does something. Now, Luke chapter 2 and verse 52, I want to talk to you about in, uh, three words from this verse. It says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Now, one of the greatest attributes of Christ while he was on earth was that he did not stay the same that, as when he came. The verse I just read to you says, and Jesus increased. Now, the word increase means he added to what was already there. In other words, he added wisdom to wisdom. Um, he grew as a young man, and he continued to add to what he already knew. He didn't let his youth stop him from adding to what he already knew. Now, think about the statement, would you? We are not talking about someone who didn't know anything. We're talking about the creator of the universe. Now, we're not talking about someone who had no wisdom. We're talking about someone who is the source of wisdom. Jesus didn't let what he knew stop him from gaining wisdom. Now, I know that sounds strange because he did clothe himself in humanity. So he had to do this to show us that it could be done. And he had to grow to give us an example of growth. He could have, but he could have simply relied on the fact that that what he already knew. I, I want you to understand that. You see, how what we don't understand oftentimes is we'll never understand the the humanity of Christ, yet the 
deity of Christ and how he put on humanity to cover the deity. I don't understand all of that. I just know this. He is the son of God, always has been the son of God. He's part of the Trinity, um, but he took on the form of man. He was clothed. But while he was here, he increased. Now, one of the great keys, and we got to take this example and follow it, because one of the great keys to being successful in life and gaining the respect of others is to never become complacent with what we already have and know, but to add to it continually. That's the key, my friend. You see, what allows a person to continue to lead is that they add to what they already know so that those they lead never catch up to them and pass them up. Many followers have passed their leaders because the leaders stopped adding to what they've already had. Now, instead, they this leader relied on the past and then wondered why they lost influence with the present generation. Now, there, I'm going to give you a couple of principles that I want to share with you about this great truth of increasing. First, complacency is the enemy of excellence and accomplishment. Just because you've accomplished something in the past does not mean that you are accomplishing something today. Too many people talk about what they have done in the past when they when what they need to do is continually strive to achieve. Um, you must you have to understand that respect is continually earned. Just because you did something yesterday doesn't mean that you've gained someone's respect today. It is what you do today that causes people to respect you. When you become complacent with what you have done and only talk about what you used to do, then people stop respecting you. Second, complacency is the enemy of faith. When you stop living by faith is when you stop pleasing God. Faith never stops, but always moves forward. So when you stop adding to what you already have, you stop living by faith. The only reason that faith works is, um, um, is because of what you're doing today. Um, and it keeps you from becoming complacent. Now, I'm saying this, that faith is it will keep, it keeps the drive inside of you and keeps the complacency away. Now, the greatest need of our day is to continue to add to what God's already given to us. Every church needs to increase by adding to what they've already done. Just because you've grown doesn't mean you need to stop. Every ministry worker needs to keep adding to the attributes as part of the life and adding to who they are and adding to the fruit of what they have. If you want to please God um, for your entire life, then never become complacent with what you have, but always add to what God has already given to you and you'll be in favor with both God and man. Now, let me just stop right here and just say this. What happens is a lot of people, they have a great history but that's all they have is history. At some point, you better produce now. What you're doing now will determine whether um, you're, listen, a lot of people are living on yesterday, but yesterday, it doesn't help us today. At some point, another generation grows up and says, who are you? What are you doing? So you got to do something. I was 28 years in evangelism and God was good to me for 28 years. And I could have stayed in that the rest of my life, probably, I think, and, and probably been and probably um, done well. 
But then God led me to pastor this church. Now, it's easy to become complacent. I filled up the, I say, I, God's helped us fill up this auditorium where we're at. Now, I could be complacent with that. Say, well, let's just keep this auditorium filled and we're good. But no, there's more to do. There's a building now that we're trying to remodel. And I plan on, with God's help, filling that one up. And if we fill that up, we'll figure figure out something else. I want to send out preacher boys. I want to send, I want to send out full-time servants. I want that to happen. But I've got to add two. Now, listen to me. If I stop adding two, what I'm doing, then people say, well, what's the use of, you know, I, I'm not going to get people to look at me and as I point to Christ. You've got to understand what we do today is what earns respect. Jesus earned the respect because he increased in wisdom and stature. Now, let me ask you this. Are people looking at you and all they hear is about what you've done? Okay, let, let's put it this way. How many people have you brought to church in the last month? Think about that statement right there, my friend. How many people are in church right now because you brought them to church in the past year? Get this now. You should always have new fruit coming to church. If all you do is look at what you did yesterday, you're dying. Oh, my friend, get a passion inside and increase, increase. There's a bunch of preachers that talk about what they used to do. Let's stop talking about what we used to do. Let's do it now. Let's get something done now. Fill our churches. See people say, do something. Why? God's a great God, my friend. Hey, who cares about the naysayers? They're a bunch of has-beens. Let's do something. Let's build. Let's grow. Let's increase. And watch God do something mighty through us. Well, I hope this is a help to you, my friend. Now, remember today, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friends.